Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about hot tub desserts? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? I'm obsessed with chili. How are you? Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Uh, Who is not obsessed with chili? I, okay, I feel like we've talked about this before, but I just have to know real quick. Beans or no beans? Oh, it's beans. Okay, okay, good, good, good. We're on the same page. Big Beef Stew is the official no bean man. Yeah, (laughs) official no bean man. It's a straight up argument. Yeah. That has been ongoing for about four years at this company that I work so with at him. many Texans are like, you can't put beans and chili. Then what is it? Just like meat in sauce? What are you guys doing? That's so much protein. <laughs> you he said, like... as, so as soon as you add beans, it becomes not chili. It becomes soup. Okay. Well, Big Beef Stew, have I got a soup for you. Okay. <laughs> I, this is... This is a Yemtope exclusive, everybody. Shh. I'm going to give you a recipe. It's okay. so easy and it's so fucking good. And you're going to follow me through this. Follow it. Okay. okay. Here we go. Okay. You get an onion. You get a carrot. You get a bell pepper. Any color. I like red. And you chop them up into little pieces, no bigger than a bean. And then you get them in a pan with oil. And you fry them up for like five minutes until they're nice and soft. You get them going. You get them good. And then you add some garlic. And then you add some jalapeno. And then you get your cans. You get a can of garbanzo beans. You dump them things in, also known as chickpeas. They're very good. Then you get a can of black beans. You dump them in. And you got your beans happening. And you get a can of rotel. And you dump that in. And it's all nice and spicy. And then follow me through with this. Hold my hand. Don't look away. Get a can of pumpkin. Yes, pumpkin. And you dump that in with everything. Wish wish you'd have seen my face. (laughs) Follow I was me, with Robert. you. I am. But, Follow me. But, but, but my nose is in the air now. And then you get yourself some soy sauce. Okay. And you just like slosh in a bunch of soy sauce. You're bringing me back. And then you get the lime juice and you hit the lime juice in there. And you get it to a nice good consistency. You can add some veggie broth if it's too thick. And then you got yourself some fucking chili. You put it on with some nice cheddar cheese, some sour cream, unless you want to keep it vegan, then take those things off. Put in some nice lime chips. It's a good recipe. I made that uh, a couple days ago, and I've been eating chili nonstop. Okay. It's so fucking good. It doesn't taste like pumpkin at all. I know you're thinking, like, why the fuck are you putting pumpkin in chili? It tastes nothing of pumpkin. It tastes very meaty. That's what? For, like, just, texture? like... Texture? like, consistency, right? Yeah, it, it makes like, it, thicken like, thicken it nice up a little bit. Soupy. Like a... Yeah. Like a good... It's a good soup, is what it is. I mean, you know, I don't really like mayonnaise right yeah like mayonnaise by itself hideous ugly worst condiment of all time okay that's an opinion that i do not share but when you put it in things it doesn't taste like it and it does make things very creamy 
Yes. And I appreciate that. Oh, it's I, a good dude, time. Mayo on its own. Literal worst. I love mayo. So I, I eat it with fries. Bad. It's so disgusting, dude. Uh, when I went to Comic-Con for the first time, I would always walk to this one store to get sandwiches that they'd have in their, like, fresh deli, right? Yeah. They were, like, pre-packed stuff, so, like, you couldn't, you know, change what was already in it. And all their sandwiches were, like, kind of weird, but there was, like, a good turkey one they had. And I was like, well, I like turkey sandwiches. But it was always mayo and turkey. I'm like, why? And I would just, like... I would just eat it and, like, close out all feeling in my body so I could just, like, eat the sandwich. <laughs> okay. I will eat mayo if I'm hungry and it's just on what I've bought. All right. But I do not enjoy my time. <laughs> I like mayo. Mayo no, gets a, a bad rap. I'm a mustard-only kind of guy. Yeah. Can we both agree that we've, like, turned on ketchup? Oh, yeah, man. I don't know what it is about ketchup. It makes me sick. Ketchup like, was good when you were like five. Yeah, the smell and then you of ketchup, grow up. <laughs> the smell of ketchup turns my stomach, unless it's spicy ketchup, in which case I am all about it. Actually, you know what? Because you brought it up, I wasn't really going to get into it yet. But since we're talking food, I have something for you. Okay. I had something today. Okay. Had me a thing. Uh, I was trying to think of some food that I could have really quick uh, before we recorded after work tonight. Yeah. Uh, skip, skip, skip lunch. I was like, well, we'll just do this because I got some Whataburger gift cards. Okay. Got some Whataburger gift cards for Christmas and was like, I can use that to eat on for a while. Have you heard about the new spicy ketchup? I have. I have not tried it, but I'm extremely curious. I want to get my hands on this shit. Okay. So it comes in a white package it looks so fancy so your red is the fancy ketchup the black is spicy ketchup and the white is limited batch number two yes and it's with hot sauce so it's essentially spicy ketchup but with hot sauce in it so does it taste like a particular hot sauce do you get like a cholula flavor Um, or tabasco sriracha i i think it might have been like a little Texas Pete-ish. Oh, okay. Isn't that more on the buffalo side? A little bit. Like, it wasn't very hot saucy. It might have been, like, more in, like, a Tabasco realm. It definitely wasn't, like, a Cholula taste. Okay. Taylor is not the biggest fan of the spicy ketchup. Really? She actually doesn't really eat it too much. Like, every time we go there, she just eats her fries plain, and I steal all the spicy ketchup and use every single... (laughs) Pack it, right? Okay. Like, she legit doesn't even open a spicy ketchup with her meal. Wow. Well, I went and picked up the food, and, like, she told me the price, and I, like, slammed on the brakes and was like, hey, wait a minute. You got that new ketchup? And she was like, nobody's asking. You want some? And I was like, yes, I do. Thank you. So I get to the front. Uh, She gave me two fancies, two spices, two with a limited batch number two. Nice. I used two spices on my own with my fries. So I was like, that means I would eat both of these. So I was like, well, I'll, I'll be nice. So I showed it to Taylor. We both try it and it's pretty good, right? Okay. And then you're eating it and you're like, man, it's like really good. And then Taylor 
was like, are you going to eat yours? <laughs> like, she loved it. All right, good. She straight up, like, looked at her empty little thing and was like, you know I don't finish a ketchup here. <laughs> I need more. More ketchup. Because I still use two. I had to use a spicy ketchup for my second one, right? Uh-huh. Um, the spicy ketchup is smoky, dude. You are standing in a burning building, my friend. It is <laughs> it's smoky. Okay. The hot sauce one is much more mild. Huh. But it, it is hotter than the spicy one. I'm going to have to, like, get two and compare them because I'm so, like, spoiled on spicy ketchup that I, I don't remember what regular ketchup tastes like. No, yeah. You need to get just the... So you need to just go order a large fry so you have plenty of fries to indulge in, right? <laughs> okay. And just get one of each, but save the spicy ketchup for second. Because that's the that that's the flavor you know. Yeah. You don't know how different it is once you've been eating this hot sauce one. All right. Because I was like, it's kind of the same, but like a... I don't know that it was sweeter, but like... Its aftertaste was really nice, and I think the aftertaste is like the hot sauce, you know? Okay. Uh, they're calling it limited batch. I wonder if they're going to make it a permanent fixture if it does well. I hope they do. If we go buy it enough, if we I... recall how I got spicy ketchup into the United States by <laughs> eating it every day, you don't, you don't remember my self-indulgent story that I'm the reason spicy ketchup is here? <laughs> no. Uh, they did spicy ketchup at Whataburger. It was a limited thing, and then it went away, right? Yeah. And then it came back, and I went into Whataburger and said, what will it take for this to stay? And they said, if people eat it enough. Oh, my God. And I went to Whataburger, like, every day and ate spicy ketchup. Oh, my God. And then spicy ketchup was permanent. So you are the reason. So I was like, it was me. <laughs> uh, Taylor hates it when I tell that story. Man. She's like, you didn't do it. And I'm like, I like to say it, though. No, it was all Robert. You I guys like heard it here it. first. He was the man. Yeah, that's why I'm mad that I missed out on when Chick-fil-A was doing their spicy nugget limited run. Oh, man. I didn't know they were doing that. Otherwise, I'd have eaten a shit ton. Then it'd be here. <laughs> I never had them, so I missed out on that whole train. Okay. But yeah, so this limited batch, I'm going to have to just go get fries a bunch and eat a bunch of this limited batch number two. But you guys need to try it. It is very good. Yeah, I'm going to have to get me some. Please do and let me know. I'm going to say it's better than spicy ketchup. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Those are big words. I mean, it's really good. The hot sauce, like... It just adds something, man. It's okay. It's good. It's complex. Like, it's great. It's a great sauce. I might go get more fries later just to have it again. <laughs> okay. And like try it a second time. But uh, oh well, I I, I just wanted to tell you something because it's the new year. Happy New Year, everybody! Although this is Happy our new year. second show of the year, technically. <laughs> but uh, what would be the new year? If Bulbasaur didn't make a shit mess. Oh, New Year, new shits. Literally New Year's Day, man. Oh Day God, one of the year. <laughs> Come on. All we did was go to lunch. That's like an hour. Maybe. You know? Yeah, not we that far. We went to lunch. I went to lunch. 
I left for 45 minutes. Like something small, right? I didn't go to a movie. I didn't do anything else. And he shit in the crate and ate it again. Uh, ate it? <laughs> yeah, he, he always eats it. Whoa, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, he loves to eat it. God. Yeah, you don't remember the time that I had to spend like six hours waiting for him to puke up the Jinx poop that he ate? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he ate a 70-pound dog pile. Yeah, okay, I remember that. He threw a fit because we went to lunch without him, I guess, and he... Make my own fucking just, lunch. Just shit and ate it, man. Great. Love that. And he didn't throw up a lot, which was good, but <laughs> it was just like, day one, dude. Yeah, like, at least wait until, like, January 3rd. Give it a couple I of days know. in the Give new year. We- Give me a week. Don't you know, dump on the new year first something. thing. So, actually, like, he was doing good. So, I mean, I guess I'll tell you the full extent that we went to. Because we did this the last time it happened. We didn't want to do the whole, like, let's wait around and just, you know, let it go on for six hours of him, like, throwing up a little bit at a time. Yes. So I was like, dude, you just want to do where we gag him and he'll throw it all up again real quick? So we, like... Made him throw up some of it, right? God, fun. And he really didn't do anything. So I was like, maybe he didn't do a lot. Like, it wasn't much, right? Yeah. So we come into the game room, and we're sitting down, and he starts chewing on his bone, and he went a little too far in, and he goes... (laughs) Oh, my God. Throws up. So I've been covering the couch with a blanket lately. Yeah. Just just for safety. And thank God I did, because he just, you know... Vom pooped <laughs> all over the blanket. Jesus. And then we brushed his teeth and he's been good since then. So This dog is a mess, dude. He has to be like wooed into us leaving. We can't just be like, all right, dude, we got to go like crate, you know? Yeah. Like it's got to be like a 20, 30 minute like, okay, buddy, I love you. You're going to be fine. Everything's okay. You know, is it like, like an anxiety thing. I feel like it has to be. I mean, he really hasn't known the world without me being home, like, all day. Yeah. So, like, when we're gone, it freaks him out, I guess. Yeah. So, our new plan is, uh, like, when I come to work in the morning and I walk, you know, across the apartment, leave him in the crate for three, four hours in the morning, and then he gets to come out and be with me the rest of the day, you know? Okay. Like, get used to the idea of being in this crate alone. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have to teach him that. Could you put the crate in the room with you so he can, like, see you and get used to the crate in a familiar setting? But that's the thing, though. But then he's just going to be like, yeah, but he's still right there. But, like, move the crate further and further away each day. (laughs) Maybe. Like, he just needs to get used to being alone. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I do understand that he's, like just over a year old he's still got like a while to go before he's like mature in the brain you know right but like you know you don't have a fun time when you do this yes so why you do this man why you gotta do it bully speaking of speaking of a shit fest oh boy uh we 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 need to bring back a corner that hadn't been here in a while yeah drag it on in back that hearse up we're going to call this the corner corner? What's the yeah. deal with this, man? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, we... What is this world, man? I'm, like, so... I'm legitimately mad about this one, actually. So, let's do the mad one second. Okay. Because we had two people die. Um, I don't know how many people were truly great, big fans of this man. But I was, like, really shocked when I found out that John Madden had died. Yeah, it was really sudden. I don't know. I mean, do I follow him very much? No. Do I play the Madden games every year? No. But he is a staple of this world. Yeah, he's like a household name, like John Madden. Everybody knows John Madden. Everybody knows who John Madden is, regardless of if you even know why you know his name. Right. Everybody knows that man. You know, he's just like, he is like one of those people that you know. You know? Yeah. I cannot imagine this world without him. So I was just going to ask you, what do you think they're going to do with the Madden franchise? Do you think, think they'll, they'll keep the name? Yeah, because I mean, Or you think why they'll transition not? it to Bradshaw? Oh, God, gross. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they'll just keep it at Madden. I mean, that's it's synonymous with the franchise now. Like, why, yeah. why divorce the two after he dies? Like, literally think about that. His name is synonymous with football. Yeah, like you when can't... you hear Madden, you think football. Yeah, it's the two are inseparable. I was like taken aback when I heard that. Yeah, not like I've heard from the man in ten plus years. You know, he never fucking I... calls. Yeah, I don't think I've seen him on a football interview in the past ten years. You know, what did he die from, and how old was he? Uh, those I'm not even sure of. See, so he was 85. It's older than I thought he was. Shit. I was like, oh, he's born in Austin. It's Austin, Minnesota. Oh. <laughs> uh, what did he die of? Let's see. Let's see. Look at him. He's like the cutest man. <laughs> um, Dude, his voice is so iconic. It truly is. I think he just died from being old. He says he died at his home yeah? the day before my birthday. Like, uh, what's that impressionist dude? There's a guy that, like, made his career on that impression. Frank Caliendo. <laughs> yes. Dude, Frank Caliendo is a name because of doing an impression of John Madden. Right. Like, he's an icon. He He's a legit icon. Yeah. Even if you don't care about sports. Like, you just know him. That, like, dropped me. I did not expect that, you know? Right. But the one I really didn't expect... Is this the one you're mad about? Yes, because everyone was like, oh, her birthday is right around the corner. We're all getting ready to celebrate Betty White's birthday. And like, can y'all just fucking shut up for a minute? Let her get to the birthday first, for fuck's sake. Dude. I was was really pissed. Like, Betty White was almost 100. Like, she almost did it. And I saw a tweet or a TikTok or something where a guy was like, you know, she had like 24 leap years. Let's just say that she made it to 100. It's fine. Uh, I've actually noticed that people aren't really sad that she's gone. People are angry that she's gone. (laughs) Yes. She deserves to be here. Yeah. How dare you? How fucking dare you? Like The world? What are you doing? I saw another TikTok with this dude where he was like pretending to be God and an angel. Oh, yeah. God's like, where the angel's like, okay, we got the old white lady. And God's like, Wait, is that Betty White? <laughs> I wanted you to grab the Queen of I said England. Queen of England. Yes. 
Meteor. God. Meteor. <laughs> Meteor. <laughs> yeah, Dude. I just I I miss Betty White. Just knowing that she's dead makes me sad. It literally has ruined the the planet. I think the whole vibe is off now. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure any happiness that was in the world was just exuding from her point of origin basically spreading out amongst the world you know? and you know how like sometimes after people's death there's all these like news articles where it's like oh actually they had like a shitty past you shouldn't be so sad that they're dead and oh, for Betty White she was the best <laughs> it's just like more cool stuff is happening like just nice things that she did that nobody ever told anybody about they're all coming yeah. out and it's just like really sweet to see she was an amazing person. I know. And I really hate that her last tweet was like, my 100th birthday is coming up soon. Dude, have you seen all the like the magazines that came out where yeah. it's like, so ready for her 100th birthday. And she is 100. Yeah. Because you might find this magazine post her birthday and now they're all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, ooh. Man. Whoopsie. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm just mad. Yeah, I'm I'm very upset cuz I want to make it to 100 and now it's like, well, if Betty White couldn't do it, <laughs> you know, the like one ongoing thing in the planet, like what what chance do I have? Right. You know. Well, I mean But 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 I don't know her pepper intake, so Yeah. Well, this one is for Betty White. Let's let's get this thing. May this pepper bless me with the longevity of life. <laughs> Praise be to Betty White. I'm drinking a new La Croix tonight, actually. Nice. This one's called Aguava Sao Paulo, and it's Ooh. really sweet, really good. It tastes fruit punchy. I was trying to find this picture on my phone that I have of Betty White. It's not like a picture that I took of her. Okay. <laughs> but just in celebration of Betty White, we will tag this photo for you guys. I got it from Chive 10 billion years ago. But it is a photo of Betty White from like uh, 1940. Holy shit. And she <laughs> is just as gorgeous as ever. I love the enormous microphone she's holding. Holy shit. I know. So big. She's a perfect person. She was great. And now I'm sad. Yep. And angry. Yep. (laughs) I'm going to try to be not so angry. Okay. I don't really have much to say on this, but I replayed the Spider-Man game. Okay. I just can't get off the Spider-Man train. It's a good game. Got to ride that train while it's hot. Uh... You know, Christmas just happened. I bought Guardians of the Galaxy. I upgraded Ghost of Tsushima for the PS5. Deathloop is on its way here, right? Yep. Got the new Assassin's Creed for Christmas. Like, I have all these brand new games. And I went on a 20-hour binge of Spider-Man. Oh, my God. But it's really good. <laughs> Man, well, it was so good. As long as you're good. happy. It was so good. I got to finish the DLC still. but Plus, I'm getting ready for hopefully Part 2 will come out this year. So, remind me, this game is Miles Morales, right? No. This is just the Spider-Man game. Oh, okay. The Miles Morales game was like an offshoot of this one. Ah. Um, this is the one where Aunt May died at the end, and it was like the most sad thing of all time. Okay. 
Not the one where he like his girlfriend dies and they ex- explode over Manhattan or something. No. Is that a different one, or am I just making things up? You may that may be a different one because <laughs> I just I just saw on TikTok the other day the end of the Spider-Man three game. He straight up like Mortal Kombat's Venom and like uppercuts him, and he like gets like stabbed on some spikes at the bottom of this construction site. And I was oh like, "Oh my god, that didn't happen in the movie." <laughs> so who knows? You might have seen some wild game because who knows what his games have done. It was one that you told me about. I feel where like his girlfriend was a bomb or something, and she was gonna die. And he, she was like, "Let me die, Peter." And he was like, "No," and she died anyway. My mind has gone insane trying to think of what this is. <laughs> I feel like it was Spider Man, right? Like, not at all. Well, I, I don't think. <laughs> somebody... Oh, that's that's Miles Morales. Yeah, it is. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Thank totally you. different it... game. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it was like losing it for a second. Ooh. Yeah, that is Spider Man. Technically, okay, you're okay. right. No, you're right. You're right. Because I, I was like, that doesn't happen in this game at all. <laughs> I had to change the discs out in my mind. <laughs> okay. okay. I think I might replay the bomb girlfriend one again, though. The bomb girlfriend. Yeah. No, I just I just want to tell you the Spider-Man hype is still real. We just hit. This might sound like it's not related, but it's related. I promise. Okay. We just hit the most, like, COVID case in the country, like, ever, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah. We had, like, a million cases or something. Oh, Christ. Is that right? I feel like we just crossed, like, the million death mark as a... Okay. Globally or something. But, yeah, cases nationwide are at an all-time high again. Yeah, something wild, like, just happened a few days ago. Which is making me halfway rethink trying to go to that fancy theater. Yeah, because it's... I th- I think I missed my shot. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> like, I really do think I missed the shot. Before, just because I just didn't think I'd ever have time again. But now it's like, are they even going to have it open? Yeah. Like, it's a world's largest. They would probably be like, that's eh, too high a spot, you know? Yeah. But I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't say, we are in Texas and our state really doesn't care about that. They sure don't give a shit, do they? Old Greg Abbott. So, I mean, probably could still go. But I would have to get a uh, Breaking Bad suit, you know. And yeah, man. See it. I didn't want to get into this on the show, but I tweeted <laughs> earlier about, like, I... So we went to the movies for my birthday, and we covered that last show. And what I didn't say is that the dude that was bought the seat next to Richard, because I had the seat on the aisle, and then Richard was next to me, and the dude okay. next to us... He thought that we were in his seat. He was like, I have seat three. And we're like, yeah, we're in seats one and two. And he's like, oh, oh, I see. Because like, they're labeled on the arms instead of on the actual seats, you know? Okay. So. No, you can count, though. You can count, though, right? <laughs> and okay. so anyway, the, dude, the dude fucking sits down. Like, the whole row is empty. And this guy sits down directly next to Richard. And I, I looked over at him and I wanted to be like, you know. You could move. You could move. But he was, I feel like he's one of those people that's really adamant about, I need to sit in the seat that I am assigned to because he was so upset that we were in seat three when we were not. Yeah. But, uh, 
anyway, I was like, that's probably fine. And then like midway through the movie, I looked over and this dude is just like free balling it, no mask. And I'm like, why are you here? Why are you yeah. fucking here? Like, I just get people get too comfortable in movie theaters. And when the lights go out, the masks come off and it makes me really upset. And then also in the movies, every single time you get a preview, you're guilted by Hollywood being like the way movies are meant to be seen. You have to see it on a big screen. You can never experience movies and the sound and the way that things look on this tall silver screen of the way at home. Oh, don't let COVID make you afraid of the movie theater. I'm afraid of the movie theater. I'm afraid of it. It's too crowded. It's too unmasky. It makes it makes me sad, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I just had to go on a quick rant. When we go to the theater, if like we're in seats one and two, and Taylor's got the number two, and there's somebody in three, I always move her to number one. You know, like yeah. I mean, I buy the middle, but if somebody's like next to the two seats we're gonna be in, I'll sit next to the person, right? Yeah. But you should see how far leaned into Taylor I am, though. Yeah, that's kind of how we watched the movie. Like, Richard was turned, like, almost 180 degrees toward Basically me. Basically, just, like, laying on his left side. Just, like, yeah. okay. <laughs> like, facing me away from yeah. the other dude. Dude, I don't want, like, like, if there's somebody next to me, I give up the armrest completely. I just, oh, like, yeah. I just, like, tuck my arm in as tight as I can. I'm not fucking with people anymore. It. Strangers, no thanks. Yeah, I don't trust people. They're gross, no, dude. They're gross. They're awful. They've proven to me that they don't give a shit about me, so I don't give a shit about them. Exactly. But anyway. at least you don't give a shit about them in that you just don't deal with them. Other people don't give a shit about you in that I'm just going to fuck your life up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm we double mask when we go you. out now. Like, it's, yeah. we rarely go out. It's, uh, I feel like we're heading into another, like, dark winter. <laughs> I was thinking about it again because I was like, oh, yeah, they're probably going to, like, lock down again soon. All right, what are we going to have to do different? And I was like, we don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, our, like our we don't go is, anywhere. Our life has completely changed. We no longer go places. Like, we went to yeah. the movie in the restaurant for my birthday. At the restaurant, we sat outside alone on the patio. And the movie, we sat next to one scrubby dude who didn't want to move. So, I mean... I just told you about five games I got for Christmas. I don't need to go anywhere. No, you don't need to go anywhere. Everything everything at home is fine. Movies yeah. at home are fine, too. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't go to the movies because I know it's your joy and you love movies. But I mean, I get I mean, OK, I know that there's probably like a thing behind it to like subliminally be like, oh, yeah, this is the place you want to be. Right. Yeah. I mean, no, it's not the same. And I agree. But like. That doesn't mean I'm going to go see this in the theater just because you said that, you know? I'm so sick of, like, every single preview, they have an interview with the director, and they're like, I have to have my movie on the big screen. You have to okay, have it now in those the big ones, noise. I have seen those. Cause, like, it's obnoxious. I, I like the the one where, like, they're, they're, like, showing a scene from a movie, and it's small, and then it gets bigger. I like that one. Yeah. But I But I have seen the ones where it's like, Oh, but my dream and vision can only be realized here. Yes, and I'm like, yes. I mean, there's shitty movie theaters, though, so. Right. <laughs> that may not even really happen. If I'm going to Studio Movie Girl, I may as well be watching at home. Yeah. I like the other one because it's like kind of like a mono sound and it's like a small screen, which is still pretty big, right? Sure. But then they like unveil it to the full size and like the full sound. And I'm like, yeah, I agree. It's not the same. That's why I'm building one at home. 
<laughs> like, that's why I'm going to Costco and getting Klipsch packages. So yes. that there's never a need to go to the theater again. Yeah. You know? Society has to evolve. Like, movie theaters need to fucking get over themselves. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> if COVID wasn't a thing, I don't think you'd feel that way. Yeah. Because COVID you love the thing, theater, too. I love movie theaters. I really, really do. And I hope that one day we can get back to, as a society, visiting the movie theater on a regular basis. But right now, it's just not a thing. If you're going to do that message, make it about the experience, the shared experience. Because when I go, it's not about how big your screen is. Because I think we talked in the pre-ramble about projectors and how I've never had an experience that made me think a projector was better than my TV at home. Yeah. So you're not selling me on the screen because I've never thought that, right? The sound is a good one. The sound's a good one. But really, 5.1 has always been enough for me. Yeah. 5.1 is fucking great. I love 5.1. The reason for a theater is the experience, the like, oh, it's dark now and oh, you know. And like Like that sharedness. The videos you showed me of like people watching Spider-Man together and going fucking ape shit. Like that's that's a theater experience that I would hearken back to to say like yes, that's worth it. Yeah. But man, in these times, in these trying times, I'm, I'm glad not so that sure. Spider-Man happened right before. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, there were movies that like we wanted to see that we didn't because of COVID at the time, you know. Yeah. It was like that ain't worth it. I would like to think that people would know when it's worth it or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we had discussed it earlier, me and Taylor, and she's like, but we also live in a society where it says don't put toasters in the bathtub on the toaster so that you know, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And it's like, I get it, you know. Not everybody's thinking that far out. Yeah. But hey. But speaking of Spider-Man and just comic stuff real quick, Uh I thought you would find this interesting. I found it very interesting today. Did you know that the Punisher is getting a new logo? Interesting. Why does that matter? It's a logo. Well, yeah, but like... It's an iconic comic logo. Or is it? Or is it? So, I mean, even as a, a casual observer of comic books, I know that the Punisher's logo has kind of been co-opted by the far right and, like, yes. weird police groups. So, I think I know where it started. Please tell me, because I'm curious. Like, I need to okay. know why this is happening. Okay. The deal with the Punisher is, you know, he's got, like, unlimited guns and he's like reaping like his justice on the people right Uh uh-huh he has a lot of guns so i think it just started with gun people being like oh yeah well i have a favorite superhero that's into guns right so it was like it was like a gun thing first because it was never it it was never this like red white and blue with trump hair on it thing like i've seen (laughs) now you know Have I showed you the Punisher logo with the Trump hair? No, I don't want to see it. (laughs) Oh, you're going to see it. I think I took a picture of it on my actual phone because I saw it at a gun show and was like, oh, my God. Whoa, buddy. (laughs) I just don't know. Is it like, is it because it's sort of 
stripes, like his, the skull teeth are almost stripes. People will just look at that and they're like, that's almost an American flag. No. And then they, and they just I like think, bastardize it. I think gun people like kind of took it and made it like an accessory on a gun because there was probably some comic nerd fan that was into guns, right? <laughs> okay. And he probably did it first. And then people that didn't know comics were like, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's this really cool comic book guy. He's all about guns. And they're like, oh, that's cool, right? Because yeah. gun people like anything that has to do with guns, right? Sure. And then it was just that, simply that for the longest time. But then guns became, well, then, you know, we really started having shootings at the wazoo in this country. And guns uh-huh. became a right thing. Where now it's like, well, let's just keep them. And then it became like really just associated with that side. And then that side really got into Trump. And then it became like, it's just been in the background of their stuff for a while. It's just been snowballing quietly. Yeah. And, and they just kind of pulled it full stop out to the front. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, man, I don't, I don't even know the best one to give you here. Oh my god, why do you have multiple of them is what I want to know. Because, well no, so I, these aren't photos on, on my phone, I just googled this. Ah. But there are so many variations, but this is like a pretty good standard. That's, uh, disgusting. <laughs> um, yeah, so I saw that at a gun show. This does not belong in the same chat room as Betty White, I need to get rid oh, of it. Oh, you can please get rid of it, I just, I just, I just needed you to view it. Okay. Uh, we will not tag one. Nope. You guys can search it. It <laughs> wasn't hard. But so, I don't think people know what it is. I think I think the people in the right don't know what that symbol is. They just okay. know that it's been used for stuff. And it's just like a cool skull. Yeah, so they're just keeping it. And, and it's just going. Like, I don't think they know what it is. Fair enough. You know? So, uh... He's actually getting a logo change, and this was pushed forward by his, his like, actual creator. So his creator, Jerry Conway, I thought it was interesting that his, like, legit creator was the one pushing for this change the most. Yeah. As you know, it's really far on, you know, the right side of things lately. Like, this is probably the only, like, comic book logo that has made it into, like, a more mainstream thing like that. You know? Yeah. Because, I mean, it's the it's the fucking Punisher logo. Like, wh- people don't know who he is still. Yeah, like, I have no idea who the Punisher is. I just know that the, his logo is that, and it has been taken. Exactly. Like, <laughs> everyone knows the logo. They don't know the guy. Yeah, I know uh, Shane from The Walking Dead played him in a TV show, and that's, yeah. that's the extent of my Punisher knowledge. So... They are changing his logo to, and I I highly doubt people would start using it because they're making it more like an oni, like a Japanese skull symbol kind of thing. Okay, yeah. Uh, let me see if I can get you a photo of that. It looks really cool. And so, you know, they're not going to use a symbol that's, you know, from another culture. Yeah, I like that, though. That's to do their stuff, you know. Right. But I like I was, that. That's neat. Yeah, I sent a TikTok to our Discord. We'll tag it in there for you guys. But they go over, like, like what he is and stuff. Like, the Punisher does what he does because he doesn't trust the cops to do what, what needs to be done. He works outside the law because they're too corrupt to do the right thing. Okay. 
that's his premise. His premise is that our government and our whole system doesn't work, so he'll do it. Okay. His logo is anti-establishment. <laughs> it's his logo is anti what they use it for. So it's like pure irony that this is happening. <laughs> yes. Like it's... they don't even know what it really means. Jeez. But it has become what it is for them now because who's reading comic books and knows? Yeah. Nobody knows who the Punisher is. We just kind of said, you know, not many people know him. His movies that had come out were pretty small. They weren't big hits, you know. Yeah. People just don't know him. But it has been in the background of gun culture since probably the 90s. So, like, they've just kind of had it. And it just, I think, I think what you said is perfect. It has snowballed to the icon that it is for that, for the, for, like, the right wing. Yeah. How bizarre. What a weird thing to latch onto. But yeah, they're changing it. I think it's awesome. The creator, Jerry Conway, he has given and donated to tons of Black Lives Matter like movements. Like he's very not with where his logo is used. Okay. <laughs> he's like, I mean, I created a character that is anti them. And it sucks that my creation is now part of that. You know? It's like the fucking Pepe Frog. Have you, like, read up on all that drama? No. My God, it is too deep to get into on this episode, but perhaps in a future episode. Like, if you just want some entertainment, Google Pepe Frog creator and, yeah. like, go down that rabbit hole. So, yeah, I just found it very interesting that he's getting a logo change. And I just thought, oh, cool, like, new design. Because most things get new designs from time to time, right? Yeah. But I didn't know that it was so intricately tied to the way the country is using it in our society today. Yeah. So I'm all for this. And I might have to go buy the issue and, like, support, like, when that change is made. So they see, like, people are supporting this, you know? Just like the spicy ketchup. Exactly. <laughs> and if I buy enough issues of the Punisher, the logo stays forever. <laughs> Uh, you want to take a quick break? Yes, please. I need some more pepper. Get the peppers. Um, I don't know that I've had a genuine burp. <laughs> like, often. I feel like a anytime I do burp, I have to make myself burp. I was trying to, like, hold back my giggles because right before we hit record, I had this enormous belch. <laughs> but it wasn't even a burp like to me a burp is throaty and bassy right like like what constitutes a burp i feel like they're bassy they're like like you know they're a force yours was like the bog of eternal stench just like bubbled over a bit oh man my burps have been compared to tiger roars just like a <laughs> That's, like a, a not, that's not too wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's exactly how it is. Because, like, even their roars, they just kind of, like, emerge. They just kind of, like, flow out. That's pretty amazing. If you folks enjoyed that bit of the pre-ramble, you can get the full entire complete bonus episode by going over to patreon.com backslash yimtope and signing up to be a patron. The support of our patrons means that we can remain 
not sponsored, just passionate forever and ever. If you want to be the ultimate supporter and gear up, you can go over to the Yimto Apparel store. The link to that is in our show notes. It's also in our bio on Twitter and Instagram if you don't have show notes for whatever reason. Uh, we got lots of good stuff in that there store. We got nice little mugs you can sip out of nice hot beverage, keep you warm in these, these frigid months. And now I will throw you on back over to your regularly scheduled Yimtope content. I didn't say thank you. Fuck. Thank you so much to all of our supporters. We love you guys super, super lots. And I now. I fucking thank you. <laughs> fucking thank you. And now we're going back onto the regularly scheduled content. Shit. I wanted to tell you just some cool stuff that I saw today real quick. Tell me some cool stuff. Uh, I think in the pre-ramble I was talking about a couple things that were at CES. Yes, which I have never heard of. CES is, it's cool because it's mostly like products that a company is like dreaming of that may not ever be real. What does it stand for again? Consumer Electronics? Consumer Electronics Show. Okay. Uh, so it's like, I well see, here's how I know. Because I remember seeing at a CES when I was in like high school. Yeah. A TV that was made out of air. Uh? It was like a base and like it like spit out air, but it could add colors to it. And it was legit, kind of like when you buy those little like f- like flame lanterns at the store where it's like the little bits of fabric but it looks yeah. like a flame you know okay but, but like it was that like, but a tv yeah and it was like air though like like you could move your hand through the image and they were like watching movies on this and stuff what it was crazy that's some I mean, like star wars shit yeah it was like a concept thing but like of course it never came to be because here we are a billion years down the road and it's not here you know yeah man (laughs) so if only ces is full of like what ifs kind of like hey what if we made this technology real you know okay so it's just like tech inventors like ripping lines and coming up with ideas pretty much but some of it's just like all right well here's things that are like coming out next year or this year you know yeah. So you get a lot of people talking about, oh, here's our new TVs. Here's what's cool with them. Um, I wanted to touch back on last year's. You remember Samsung came out with those uh, solar remotes for all their TVs? Yes. I saw a cool statistic in it, and it was like, uh, these remotes save like 200,000 batteries a year from just being dumped in places, you know? Okay, shit. And I think it was, like, for just, like, a couple households, like, just, like, we're saving tons of battery waste, right? Batteries are so wasteful. Like, I hate it when I have to throw away a battery. I'm like, this sucks. I was watching them say that, and I was like, man, when's the last time I used a battery? And I feel so good that I haven't had to throw that away, you know? Because I remember my Game Boy, my original Game Boy, it took four of them bad boys at a time. Jesus. And it would last, like three hours you know oh my god so he was talking about the remote and they said that they're gonna actually start packaging it in with like other like appliances that they're gonna sell okay to just get the remote into your home so you can like just replace your your remote that you have at home with this because i bought a washing machine that's nice so they're just gonna start like trying to like force these remotes out there and just eliminate batteries yeah i love that i was like that's cool I would like to get a bit more information on their washers and refrigerators before I delve into that stuff, because it was wild. I wish I could find this green 
fridge for you, man. Green, like environmentally no, it's friendly, like or green. green, like it's it's green, like emerald green. Oh, and it's also green because it's made <laughs> out of like sixty percent recycled plastic and stuff. So Samsung's like on another level well, that's with cool. their, like environmental stuff right now. But I saw this and I just yeah I just found it interesting enough that I thought you guys might be into it. Uh, Samsung is coming out with this thing called a mini freestyle projector. Okay. I said it was pocket sized to you earlier when I was discussing it. I mean, it's a little bigger than that, but it's like pretty much like a handheld projector that you can carry around pretty easily, right? Okay. It's going to be $900. Oh, Christ. But it's a projector that you can take anywhere and it projects up to a 100 inch screen wherever you want to go. Damn. That's pretty cool. It looks really neat. But I was like, it looks like a can of beans. Who needs a projector that bad? That you, but but remember when phones were coming out with like projection phones? Yeah, you could project stuff on the wall from your phone. Yes, like we've been into projectors a long time. I don't know what it is about society; they just want to like take things outside with them. You know, people want the holograms from Star Wars, and then we'd be happy. Yes, that's when I would be happy. Like, that's what we're waiting for. Okay. I mean, I like projectors too. I I take we have a projector that we take outside for hockey games sometimes. Yeah, watch them on the screen outside by the fire pit. But this one, so much easier. You can just carry it in one hand. Yeah, probably way less heavy, and it doubles as it kind of looks like an Alexa speaker. It really does. <laughs> yeah, but it's also a three hundred and sixty degree speaker, so you can just oh cool you know. Oh, well, we're done with TV. Uh, let me just throw on Spotify and we can jam now. And then you can just I, do that. That's actually really cool because we have like a secondary, like a whole ass, uh, I, I, don't know, I don't know what they're called, like a portable speaker. Like, yeah. Like large. Like an amp. It looks like an amp, but it's a oh, speaker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, th- this thing says it's waterproof for what? when you're outdoor. So like you can use it in the rain. By the pool. Uh, it can display a screen from 30 to 100 inches, 1080p resolution, autofocus, auto leveling capabilities. I just thought it was really cool. It's like a way to get a good projection screen. Just kind of on the go. Yeah. If it was uh cheaper, I would be more excited about it. Yeah. This, <laughs> but this feels like an actual like future type product. Yeah. You I know? think that's really neat. I'm pretty into that. So it's called the Mini Freestyle. I hope they come out with ones that have, like, less features. You know, like one that isn't so waterproof or something for, like, less. Yeah. Well, so... I would... This is usually, like, the first run. Yeah. So I bet if this sells well, next year they'll be like, all right, here's three models of it. You know? Yeah. Because this is, this is always like, all right, here's the first one of these, and they're always stupid pricey. Yes. And then, like, the next year, it's like, okay, actual, commercially, people would want this. That is cool, though. You could even, like, project it onto the ceiling and, like, lay in bed. Yeah, uh, I think in the thing, they showed somebody just projecting, like, constellations and just laying in the room, you huh. know? Like, you can do all kinds of stuff. It, it was the one thing in their presentation that just, like, really kind of took me somewhere, you know? I was yeah. like, I don't want this. But I enjoy this. Yeah. This I mean, I want cool it, idea. but I, it's expansive. 
I just want a TV, but they're TVs I didn't discuss too much. Um, actually, let's see what you think about this. They're talking about doing a thing called the Samsung Game Hub. Okay. Let's see what you think, because I don't know how, what I think about it yet, but I want to know how it would work. They're talking about having you sync, like, let's say, your Xbox controller to your Samsung TV. So if you were playing your Xbox and then let's say you wanted to switch to your Stadia, it would use that controller to then play the Stadia. And then you would switch to, like, the PlayStation. You would be using your Xbox remote. Like, it's not really connected to your Xbox. It's connected to your TV. And your TV is taking that input and using it on whatever device you're trying to control. That's interesting. <laughs> I don't... I, I That's kind of... I don't know. I don't want to say over my head, but, like, it's a little interesting. It's weird, right? I think it's really... So, like, the one thing people were saying was, like, what about the input lag? Like, wouldn't it be a lot better if my Xbox controller was talking to my Xbox and not to the TV than from the yeah. TV to the box? Like, is that going to cause, like, a delay? Yeah, it just Will seems it like there's good? too much ability for failure. I just want to know how many people are like, all right, Xbox, I'm ready for PlayStation, and just swapping to a totally different system on the fly. Yeah. That this is that useful. Right. And like, why I, are I you can't... still saying Stadia? I know. <laughs> when you said switch from Xbox to Stadia, I was like, why would you? <laughs> That's what they said, and I'm like, I mean, sure, if you have it you super want that so i think it's interesting i don't think it's necessary it doesn't sound that useful yeah but most technology is not super useful at first it's like but can we do it and then they find where it works like stadia was a good idea and then other people made it work you know yeah stadia came up with the idea and failed and then everyone else said, here's how you make that better. Yeah. Because now xCloud is, like, the way it works. Right. So Samsung might do this, it fail, and then and then somebody goes, here's where that would actually be beneficial. And then it works, you know? Yeah. One more thing with them. They're coming up with a thing called the Samsung, like, Home Hub or something. Okay. Is it similar to, like, uh, like light bulbs and Alexas and stuff? Pretty much. It's kind of like your, like, Google Home, right? Yeah. But if you have a Samsung fridge, you can do stuff with it through this app. Your washing machine, your, probably your mini freestyle, like, trying to hook up all of your Samsung devices that are in your home into the Wi-Fi that you can do things with them with your phone. Man, you know, it It like genuinely the, weirds me out. interconnected thing. I don't see a use. Like, I... I love smart stuff, you know? I like having a smart home, smart light bulb, smart phone, all that kind of shit. But, like, yeah. at some point, I feel like it's... We don't need it to How be smart. How smart is too smart? <laughs> like, we, why do you need your fridge to be smart? What's it doing? Why do you need a smart washer? Like, like I, okay. I think the buttons work fine. And a fridge... What do you... What do you... What's... <laughs> why, why the smart? Why do we need it to be smart? I don't want to sound like a boomer here. I just want to know, like... Are they calculating your grocery list for you? Like, what's it doing? Here's the smartest thing I've ever liked about a fridge. When you okay. do the double knock and the light comes on inside. So you can, like, see through. You don't have to open yeah. it to... Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that's cool. I love that. 
But, like, I remember when the Samsung, like, smart fridge first came out, the whole deal was you can, like, video chat through the fridge. And why would you want to? <laughs> why would you want to stand in front of your fridge to uh, talk see, to grandma? That's my problem. Well, it's like, uh-oh, Kelsey forgot to put this on the grocery list and she's at the store. Hey, I was in the fridge. I need to. I, I could call you, though. Yeah, I'm holding my phone all the time. I'm never not holding my phone. It's always thing. on me or near me. There's that. And then you can like keep like a list for groceries in there and then it can like sync to your phone. But why wouldn't you just type it in your phone? Yeah. Like I get all the smart things it does, but they're all redundant features. But now it's just cool because it's on the fridge. Yeah. I just, it, it feels like too much to me. I just want a fridge that holds food and is cold. But... Ferdin can play Skyrim on the fridge. <laughs> That's a thing that it has been able to do for a long time. Which is just the weirdest. So it's like, but like, you can play that game somewhere else. Yeah. I don't get it either. I just want to be able to knock on it, look inside with the light, knock on it again, and be like, yep, no grapes. <laughs> you know, that easy. Yeah. I don't know, but... I mean, that was a cool thing, I guess. Like, maybe I could be like, you put the clothes in the washer, right? Yeah. Did you start it? No. I don't want to get out of bed, open up my phone, and start the load, you know? Yeah, I guess. Like, I can see the use for that. Or, like, if you want to fluff your clothes and you know that they're in the dryer and you're on your way home, be like, okay, have a fluffy dress ready for me. But, like, is is it that useful? Is it yeah. is it really that much of a use case that you're like, I didn't have to get up out of bed to press the, the start button on the washing machine? Right. Like we, you and I are sitting here coming up with wild scenarios in which we would need the smart features for, for appliances like this. And I'm like, I'm never in this scenario. Yeah. You know, like even even the smart light bulbs. I mean, sometimes... I mean, I love smart light bulbs. Well, sometimes they piss me off because... Like if the Wi-Fi goes out, yes, you, you you can, they can be on, and now I can't turn them off, or they're off, and now I can't turn them on. Yeah, you know? I had to manually turn on my studio light today. It was so stupid because we we recorded a video prior to this for our patrons, and I was telling my lights before that, like, hey, turn on because it's time to record, and, I, and they wouldn't do it because it, the Wi-Fi wasn't working. Yeah, and I had to sit here for a minute and be like, how am I gonna light myself for this video? And I had to like think about it, like. I was like, oh, I could just turn the lamp on, right? Like, <laughs> with my hand. The only reason that I like the smart bulbs is because it's an easy way to do, like, dimmer switch. Yeah. Because I like to do lights on maybe 50%, you know? Yeah. Because I never talk to, like, Google to turn them on and stuff. So I don't use that part of the smart, right? Uh-huh. The only thing that I really care about is really being able to change the color. Yeah. Which, do they need to be smart to do that? What if there was another way, you know? I mean, you can get, like, a light bulb that's just one color and manually swap them out if you wanted to change the mood. I think smart light bulbs are, like, the pinnacle of smart achievements for man thus far. Because that's what I use most often as far as smart appliances go. That and the thermostat. Like, I can tell Google, like, hey, it's cold, and she'll turn it up. But I like that. And actually, they took that feature away from us. Why? I don't know. So, like, our app that came with the apartment when they put all the stuff in, 
I've been able to control the thermostat all the time. Yeah. And I logged in the other day, and it was like, that feature's not available no, no more for your plan. Uh, and I was like, that sucks. what plan? Yeah. We're not even part of a plan. We don't pay for this. You yeah. know? So I don't know what the deal is, but I don't plan on living here much longer, so. Okay. I'm not fucking worried about it. <laughs> okay, what it, what are your feelings on smart locks for, like, your your front door? I do not trust them. I am a person who manually checks my locks three times every single night because I'm a little bit weird in the head. So I have to make sure they're physically locked. And if I have, if I have an app, like, yeah, there's the assurance that you could look on your phone and be like, are they locked? Yes, they are. But I'm going to worry and be like, is my app broken? Maybe they're all unlocked. Maybe there's a murderer already inside the house. It's not true. Yeah. (laughs) Mine says it's unlocked sometimes and it's locked. Yeah, like my lights Apple malfunction sometimes and be like, your bedroom lights are on. And I'm like, I'm in the bedroom and they're off. Exactly. There was a podcast that I used to listen to where he was upgrading his house to fully smart everything. That sounds like a bad time, buddy. And and he was flabbergasted that the people on the show were upset at like the smart lock. And he's like, dude, my phone's in my pocket. And when I walk to the door, it opens. Why would you not want that? And then someone will steal your phone. That's what and they then said. Go unlock your home and start stealing things. They're like, what if it's not you? And he's like, I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. And they're so hackable too. Like you can you can hack somebody's locks easily. Mm-hmm. All you have to do, like I, I've, I've seen a thing on this on YouTube. There was like a guy who specialized in hacking all sorts of different electronic locks and stuff. And you can make your phone emit a certain frequency that like unlocks the lock yeah. and it's super easy. And it, it scares me. Like have, have a physical deadbolt on your home. Like yeah. I don't care where you live. You should lock your doors and it should be in a way that can be trusted manually. Yeah. Like, I think I'm with you. The only smart thing I enjoy thermostat light bulbs and phones. Well, yeah. And phones. That's a, that's a given. There's and no, me. I would like me. to be smart, too. <laughs> yes, please. Please let me be smart as well. But yeah, I just wanted to tell you a couple of the little things. CES is still ongoing, so there's going to be more stuff. But if there's anything else that's cool, I will let you know. Okay, awesome. But Samsung was... I I thought they knocked it out of the park with some of the stuff they were talking about. Yeah, that's exciting. So, do you ever play ranked Overwatch? No. Me either. <laughs> Never. Uh, I played it once. Like, when they very first started doing Ranked Overwatch, I was like, yeah, sure, that sounds like fun. I'm, mm. I'm all right at this game. I'll give it a shot. Wait a minute. Yes. Lucio Ball only, though. Ah, okay. <laughs> Platinum, Onyx, Diamond Rank, me all the time. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I played Ranked Overwatch when I was, like, a baby Overwatcher when it first came out. and. Okay. I had an extremely terrible time. I had, I made the fucking mistake of being a female gamer with a feminine voice, get in chat and start talking to people. You messed up. Yep. Uh, And then I got called a whole bunch of names and was wished some terrible things upon me. And it doesn't matter how good you play. Like understand that gamers are just going to do that. So I was like, this is the last time I will ever. First, I, I did quit Overwatch for some time after that because it hurt me so deeply. I was like, okay, I think I have lost faith in the community of this game and I stopped playing for a few months. Yeah. 
And then I went back to it and I found this group of friends and I have been playing with them for like four years now. And uh, I've always refused to play ranked and I never really like told them why not. I didn't want to, I don't like to bring the party down and be like, yeah, last time I got told a bunch of terrible shit and they I don't want to hamburger that again. face and I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've, yeah, I've not been like open about that, but um, they're always like, oh, I should play ranked. You're pretty good. I'm like, no, I don't want to. And the other day we were in queue and they were just like, we're playing ranked. And I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't have the chance to like decline. So we played ranked and being in, man, I, my advice to everybody out there, never game alone when you're playing a multiplayer game, because by God, when you find it's friends, pretty impossible. It, yeah. And when you, when you find a solid group of friends who are like there for you, it's just an infinitely better experience. I have had, yeah. we, we had so much fun playing ranked. Like we won eight out of our 10 placement matches and I was like really proud of where we placed. I placed way higher than I thought I would. I was like, I'm going to be silver at best. Yeah. And the ranking in Overwatch, for those of you who are not familiar, it's bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, master, grandmaster, and then top 500. Yeah. Those top three ranks are like untouchable, <laughs> but uh, for me anyway. But uh, we placed high platinum. So nice. like we're on the path to diamond and I'm like really excited about it. And it was just a really good time. And I like thought to myself afterward, like I, I let one bad experience color me on competitive overwatch color me on overwatch as a whole color me on humanity i shouldn't have done that <laughs> yeah. i spent years fearing competitive overwatch for one bad experience and i don't know if if there's any kind of if you've ever had an experience like this where something you tried something and something shitty happened to you when you did it and then you just were like, I'm going to shut it out forever and put it in a box and never talk about it. Maybe this is the year that you try it again. There you go. But if not, that's fine too. You do you. I mean, personally, I would like to play ranked more. Yeah. Because you have people that are actually there to try. Yeah. Like when you do quick play, there's probably somebody that's like, I don't really want to be here. So People they're just, just hanging doing out whatever, you know. Emote at each other, or you have just two widows who are dueling and not actually playing. Yeah, like Lucio Ball versus ranked Lucio Ball is like a completely different thing. Yes. You know, and I mean, I wouldn't want to play ranked only because sometimes you get the like, because I mean, I don't have like a full a full team, you know. So you're yeah. like, I'm always going to get a rando, and then you'll get like the try hard guy. Yes. Right. And I'm not about that, like. I'm here to play rank to, like, do my... I'm not here to, like, be the best. I'm here to, like, play a decent game. Where yeah. my opponents are actually going to try. My team is actually going to try. But then you get the, like... The, the, like, the like rank chasers. And that makes it not fun. Yeah. But you have a full team, so you guys get to just focus on doing good. And having the fun. It's not even a, a full team they were playing with. It was me and two of them, so like okay. half a team. But I feel like if we can get one in each role, like one tank, one heal, one DPS, we are solid. We're gold. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're platinum. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was a good time. Well, if you ever need a defense, Mercy, that's me. Okay. 
we we were playing quick play over the winter event because Taylor wanted money for some of the skins. Yeah. And we, the like May snowball thing, it's like really hit or miss. Sometimes like the matches are great, and then uh, other times you get the people that just put up the fucking walls every two minutes and block all <laughs> of your own team's shots. Oh my god. It's a great time. But we were playing the quick play and there was a match where I was a defense mercy. Man, those people got shit on. It was <laughs> it was it, it was dirty. It was so dirty. I felt amazing. <laughs> and then the next match, we got fully shit on and it was Man. like the exact feeling that that first team had put on me and i was like oh this is awful ugh. that's exactly how it goes i hate it when i have a really really good game because i'm like i know this next two or three games is gonna be absolute dog shit mm-hmm. <laughs> that's exactly how how they've worked it out they're like oh you yep. had a good match we're gonna, gonna fuck you, put up. you in your fucking place oh yeah well i'm very happy that you've got to find a joy that you didn't know was there yeah that's very cool Thank you. And hey, speaking of joy, we had somebody give us a Rose Rose Thorn Bud. Hooray. Okay. So this is from our good friend CJ, who you guys might remember from our Dark Souls stream. Uh, If you don't remember that, go over to our YouTube channel and check it out. It was uh, last month, two months ago now? One month? Yeah, November. Time is a flat circle. Yeah. Uh, So CJ writes, my first rose is also my hobby. Picking up Warhammer 40k is the best thing I've ever done for myself in a long time. Building and painting have helped with my mental health so much, and within six months, my physic- within six months, my physical health has too. My dexterity has improved a bunch, and my handwriting is a hundred times better. So, if y'all don't know CJ, <laughs> he has cerebral palsy, so this is why he's talking about his dexterity and handwriting. Yeah, um, he says he wish he started it sooner. So, I can only imagine in painting those figures. Oh my god! With dude. that precision, you can only just build your surgeon-like hands, you know? Yeah, it takes so much, like, laser focus. I've painted a few minis, not a whole lot, because they really do just take, like, all your time and focus, and they're so tiny, (laughs) and cats love to eat miniatures and paint, so it's difficult for me. So he continues, my rose, too, is my wife becoming a teacher. Watching her enjoying her work makes me so happy, and I love hearing her stories, and that is super lovely. That's awesome. Bless teachers. Especially in this time. Yeah, I wish teaching mattered more in this world. Yeah, I agree. Like, some of my favorite people in life were teachers of mine, you know? Yeah. Do you ever just, like, think about your teachers? Like, every once in a while, I'm like, I wonder how Frost Stevenson's doing. Some of them. Yeah, there's some that I'm just like, what a cool person. Yeah. Like, you don't even probably remember the impact you've had on people, you know? Right, yeah. Like, you are, you are such a beacon, and they're totally not treated like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, so he continues, my thorn is our loans, which, yeah, that's... I feel that's, you there. That's a thorn. Uh, he says they're almost done. They've got six months to go, but it's still a thorn in the side. Yeah. Loans fucking suck. Um, and his bud, he says, my bud is my son. It will always, it will probably always be him. He's my world and my happiness. Watching him grow and learn and understand concepts is awesome to me. He's not even two yet, and he understands the concept of a countdown. So he sent me a video of his son, like, just doing this, like, three, two, 
one, and then like run screaming across the room. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. That's awesome. Yeah. He says, watching him ponder on different things is so cool. And when he gets it, I always have a proud moment. I can't wait to see the man he'll become. That's beautiful. That's so sweet. Thank you so much for writing in, CJ. We love Rose Rose Thorn Buds. If anybody out there would like to write some in, even if it's just a rose, just a thorn, just a bud, let us know. Well, you want to start a ranked match? Want to get I a wanna, team going? You want to go dig up Betty White's grave? Oh, my God. No. Reanimate her body, Robert. <laughs> Sad. All right, we'll go full reanimator. Okay. All right, guys, please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this lovely audience in what will hopefully be a lovely year, 2022. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode because we release on all of them every single week on Monday. Every Monday in 2022, we going to be there. If you have a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that would really help us grow and get into more phones, more lives, and just be around you guys. Get us on your smart fridge. You can also find us and friend us on each and every social media. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Look for us on Twitch this month. We're going to be doing something. We don't know what yet, but it's going to be something. Thank you again to our patrons for supporting us. You guys are the best. We love you so much. Always up in that Discord, giving us the good memes, sending TikToks. Just supporting each other through all the shit that we go through in our lives. Uh, don't forget that you can also email us at yemtope at gmail.com. Send us that listener mail. What do you think about smart homes? What is something that you would never, ever want to be smart in your home? What is something that you couldn't live without being smart in your home? How do you feel about the all smart home? Or are you a completely dumb home? Yeah, let us know. We want that listener mail. And our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. He is awesome. He is great. He's Farage. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Uh, Am I going to be making Kelsey's chili recipe later this week? one more important sound we wanted you to hear are you looking for a podcast about hot tub desserts well then you must be thinking of another podcast ah. <laughs> that's, that? that's the sound of you eating it just <laughs> it's like i'm ripping it apart with my bare hands that's I mean, exactly what you did that is exactly what i did you're correct no you went like full-blown person that was raised in the woods that found a good meal for the first time in a long time barn child is what i was